97 X. Band the future of rock and roll. Episode 7. In today's episode, the ladies make time for a quickie before taking Stephanie to the airport. They discuss Amy Winehouse's posthumous rise up the charts, courtesy of idiots, the time Steffi read her roommate's diary, and how Simone doesn't like to lie, with the exception of practical jokes. And here they are, Simone Turkington and Stephanie Drury. Mm. Hello, Simone. How are you doing? Hey, Stephanie. I'm doing good, thank you. I'm good, thank you. You too. Mm-hmm. We're about to go to the airport. Wow, wow. It's very sad. We have 10 minutes left, so we're going to record this. It's awful. We've been having the greatest time yeah. shitting out podcasts, but we can't. <laughs> And now it's all over, so who knows what rate they'll be coming out. But mm-hmm. anyway, but I hope you've enjoyed our time together. Probably not as much as we have, but mm. I hope you got at least maybe 10% sh- of the enjoyment. <laughs> <laughs> a shred of vicarious goodness. A shred. So, a yes, so while you were here, uh, so I guess it was on Saturday morning, this is how we figure out the other one is awake. <laughs> I'm in bed, I look at my Twitter feed, and I see Stephanie's tweeted like 11 minutes ago. Oh, she's up. <laughs> This is these are the times we live in. So, <laughs> so anyway, I saw that she and a few others had tweeted that Amy Winehouse had died. So that's how I found out. And you know, I know a lot of people think she brought upon herself, and she did. But it doesn't make it any more any less of a loss because you know I loved her Back to Black album. It's one of my all-time favorite albums. So yeah, I'm really really sad about it. How do you feel I know. about it? I just I'm so sad that Amy Winehouse died and went to hell. She was such a nice person. I know. <laughs> If there was a hell, I mean, she, she was right, probably if there is one. in it. No, Not she was probably in it while she was in the middle of her addiction. Yeah. I'm oh, I'm sure. I think it, I think it depends on the grade of hell. If it's just based on personality, I don't, you know, she'd probably go to hell for that. If it's based on talent, you know, if there was like different levels of hell for different crimes. You know, talent-wise, she'd not go to hell, but yeah, <laughs> definitely everything else would put her in the hell category. No, it's so. I mean, it's sad, and then I'm immediately annoyed by people talking about it. <laughs> but at the same time, I know you kind of almost want to not talk about yeah. it because, uh, yeah. But of course, we listened to her album that day. Yeah. So yeah. Well, I mean, but it makes sense too, too, because we yeah. both really loved that album. But but that's what's really, really pissing me off with this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Is that all of a sudden, since she died her album is now like number one on iTunes mm-hmm. now what the fuck is that about okay she has two albums Frank is the lesser like it's it's you know critically acclaimed Frank is the first album oh, I never and, even knew about yeah. that one <laughs> well it's critically acclaimed but it's not it's not like as iconic and mm-hmm. you know groundbreaking as, as Back to Black was you know single. so why is Back to Black something it's like all these people mm-hmm. why why would you be compelled this person died I'm gonna get their big album today I, I fucking don't a, understand that it's such a big deal because she was 27 I yeah. think is the magic age and also she had that song about rehab and not going so it seems like poetic justice maybe that yeah this happened and everyone knows it's sad but it's it's that morbid being morbidly compelled to 
<laughs> suddenly legendize somebody. Maybe. Yeah, but I think to me it's, it seems kind of in the same vein of people who do things that are popular. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It's like, oh, this is in right now. Mm -hmm. Amy Winehouse is in right now because she just mm -hmm. died. Because if you didn't have Back to Black, you're no Amy Winehouse fan because that is <laughs> the quintessential Amy Winehouse album. So, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with people discovering her all of a sudden because mm -hmm. she's been, but she's been in the news mm -hmm. all this time because of all her addiction. So mm -hmm. it really is somebody died, let's go buy her album. Mm -hmm. you know, and the same thing is should piss me off with, mm. with the Nirvana as well. All these people oh, right. suddenly, oh yeah, Nirvana's cool. It's like, no, you all you idiots were into shitty dance music while we were the weird kids into like rock music and now everyone's like yeah Nirvana is so cool it's like it really really is a frustrating thing but it's just the same vein of people going through with going along with whatever's popular you know yeah huh so and it's made worse by them exploiting death is what that feels like yeah exactly exactly mm -hmm. so it's, it's harmless when it's you know it's harmless if she was still alive it'd be fine <laughs> yeah but we it wouldn't strike anyone as particularly as particularly odd then you know but when somebody's yeah. died and suddenly a million people are downloading their albums it's that's such baffling. a it's such a human nature thing though it's like why you want to look at a car crash when you're driving by it well you can look at the car crash but i mean it doesn't mean i want to go and you know i'm not going to get in there in the wreckage or i'm not going to go calling people's families <laughs> or trying to you know i don't need to get that involved i'm curious but mm -hmm. you know it's, I, I just i'm confused by it you're not as confused yeah. about it as i am i'm i'm not confused because it seems like the reality tv syndrome to me it's like why people like spectacles why humans like spectacle but the spectacle isn't on the album you know no, it's like surrounding <laughs> her death so i'm not surprised that yeah they do that but yeah and i don't get it yeah it's yeah. a sorry but i feel like i am a victim of that too you're a victim or a perpetrator am i the perpetrator <laughs> i'm a perpetrator that's exactly it. i'm a perpetrator of the morbid curiosity where um i don't know what i do but i you know i'll look at car crashes and i like reality tv and that sort of thing. Yeah, no, I, 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 I enjoy a good car crash where nobody's been hurt, but... <laughs> but I told you, I was telling you, though, that um, my sister is the type of person who might download this album because um, I was telling Simone that my sister is so not online and not into pop culture that she'll call me. She's just two years younger than me. She's going to call me in about five days and say, I heard that there was a singer in England and her name was Amy Whitehouse. And I heard that she died because she did a lot of drugs. Did you hear about that? Because I heard it was kind of big news. <laughs> so mark my words, my sister's going to say that and do you think, <laughs> the next week. Do you think that would compel her to buy the album? Yes, I do. Really? <laughs> I do. I think she might so suddenly listen to it, yeah. Wow. So she's one of, one of us. Wow. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> So we wanted to talk today about, well, I don't really have anything to add at this moment, but maybe it'll come to me. But Stephanie wanted to talk about some bitchy things she had done oh, in her time. Yeah, yeah, I've done some bitchy things. Um, and it's on our podcast tag, like your one-stop shop for bitches, dongs, and God. So I figure we should get to the bitches because we've talked about dongs and God. And Aren't we just now. filling that role? <laughs> just ourselves? <laughs> oh, yeah, good point. I think point. that's always taken care of. No, I want to leave no doubt in anyone's mind. <laughs> that I'm capable of this stuff because um, I was just thinking recently about the time that I was um, reading my roommate's diary in college. This is my freshman year of college. And my roommate, her name was Morgan, and she had the juiciest diary and she was kind of a Hesher chick, like headbanger. Um, with, she was never in the room and I would always notice her writing her diary and I'd go read it after she would put it back. <laughs> and so one day I was reading what along. What kind of things were in the diary? It was all, like, all the sex that she'd had and um, 
um, how she didn't want, you know, college. She's worried about that. Um, she ate too many M and M's. Yeah, it was fantastic reading. And so um, one day I was reading along, reading along, and she said, "Stephanie, I know you're reading this, you bitch." And that's what I read. And my blood ran cold. And she said, "Did you drop the book dramatically?" I didn't because <laughs> because right after it, she said, "I I wrapped it up. I wrapped up the bookmark in a certain way that I'll know whether you've read it or not." And I had noticed when I took it off the shelf that she had it upside down and backwards. Oh. So I kind of did all that. <laughs> but then I switched roommates for the next semester. Oh. Like, we never talked about it. Never talked about it. Nope. Nope. But she called me a bitch in the diary, and I totally deserved it. Yeah, you totally did. <laughs> I'll be careful not to leave anything. Yeah, no, I think that kind of learned my, I learned my lesson with that. Like, oh, really? I don't go snooping. Oh, that's good. Since then, I really don't. It killed a lot of my curiosity. Oh. I guess not completely. I guess that's good. Yeah, I know. I, you don't strike me as the kind of person who's recovered from that. Right? <laughs> uh, and what, you had another incident? What was the other? I had another incident where um, there was a girl who had a, this blog, and um, I, didn't, I didn't really know her. I knew someone who knew her. Oh, yeah. But she um, had this blog that she loved to write about Bible verses, and she loved to write her own psalms in her own words. Uh-huh. This is the kind of person we're dealing with. She's a is that like fan fiction? <clears throat> sort of. <laughs> yes, it is. Writing your own psalms? Like, yeah. It is, and a little creepier, because it's really personal, and yet really showcasey. You know, she wants you to see this really personal stuff, uh-huh. and it's a little weird. So I was kind of obsessed with this blog, and I had my friends reading it too. And this is a homeschooling mom who, bless her heart, she never gets out, <laughs> clearly, <laughs> from stuff she would write. So she had a contest. She announced a contest on her blog. She said, I have read this book about economics, and it is really good, and you should want to read it if you are a good person. So guess what? I am going to award a copy to whoever writes the most compelling entry I think she was trying to boost readership at her blog. Yeah. Which was a great way to do it with yes. an economics book. A fucking economics book. That is probably like <laughs> the worst title you could choose to. I wish I could think of the name of the in. economics book because because um, she fancies herself intellectual. Mm-hmm. And um, it was just so cl- So that's why she picked this type of thing to, to titillate other homeschooling moms into reading and entering her contest. So she did get more comments, people saying, oh, that sounds good. If you think I should read it, then then I should. So here's my entry. And so I started entering under different names. And um, I had my friend Ryan. I told him about it. He entered. He said that he was like um, a 46-year-old stay-at-home mom and he, who worked specific hours, like 745 to 315. <laughs> <laughs> and he made up a big story about how he could really use the economics book to help subsidize his economic difficulties with being a single working mother. It's very convincing. And so my friend Lauren wrote something. I entered under a few different names. And then um, she, you know, this girl was blogging, oh, this is great. I'm getting a lot of response. I'm really glad that I have readers who are interested in these types of important things like economics. So the night before the contest was going to end, the night before the deadline, I got on and I said... (laughs) I knew that it was going to be too much at this point, and I didn't care if I get found out, <clears throat> if I got found out. So I typed, um, it's the night before the contest is going to be over, and I really, really want this book. It is really on my heart, and um, I just can't sleep tonight. So I'm just going to pray right now. Dear God, um, I ask that you will bring peace into my heart um, regarding the outcome of whether I win this book or not. I ask that whatever the outcome is, <laughs> I will be okay with it. I just went on and on and signed it with an amen. And um, 
so the next time I checked, all my comments have been deleted. <laughs> and she had said, "What about your other friends' comments, like Ryan's and?" Those were left up. Oh, really? Because I think she looked at the IP, IP address. Yeah. Because yeah. then, uh, then um, uh, my IP address was blocked from like oh. shortly after that. I could see that she deleted. But then my husband got an email and it said, "Dave or Stephanie, this is beneath you." <gasps> It was from her. <laughs> so she knew it was one of us, and I was busted. And that was so fun. God. And how many entries did she have? I mean, <laughs> you seem to be causing most of them. I did most of the entries. But, uh, like, you and your friends, like, how many genuine entries were there? Genuine? Yeah. Um, there were probably, like, six or seven genuine really? ones. And then I think I was responsible for about eight or nine. Right. Because she blocked me from my work computer and my home computer. Did any of your friends win the book? <laughs> no, none of my friends did, but um, Lauren did get her computer blocked. Oh, really? Yes, yeah, so so I guess Ryan's was the only one believable enough. Wow. That was kind of bitchy, but I don't feel sorry for that one at all. That was just pure fun for me. Yeah, no, and she later proved herself to be a... Uh, she did, because she came <laughs> onto my blog and started trolling Jorge. it under the name of Jorge. And it matched up with her IP address, so I knew it was her, but I didn't call her out on it, and I just let her keep leaving these comments that were really mean. She was, yeah. But that was okay, because... She took nice it a lot further than you she did. She took it really far, yeah. and she was using actual personal stuff that she'd heard about me and, and my family being crazy and stuff, so... Yeah. That was good that the blog people were nice yeah. to me and defended me. And I, I didn't have to do them. anything. You were, yes. and I didn't have to do a thing. Yep. The Jorge. To poor Jorge. Jorge, the stay-at-home <laughs> mom. <laughs> I'm trying to think of something. I mean, I, I know I've got, you know, bitchy tendencies. I know I've done something. I've got to cook up something that I've done. I have to. You probably aren't as scheming as me. Like you don't. Um, you wouldn't play a practical joke, or I don't know. Um, that, that might be. Well, a I don't like lying. You. Is my is oh, my okay. is my thing. So, because like, because you know, I had friends in high school. You know, they would you know perpetrate complete lies fabrications of their lives just to you know seem a little cooler and stuff mm -hmm. and I and I for the at the times I believed them I was like gosh I'm such a loser I'm not doing any of this stuff but they weren't doing it either they just <laughs> made it up and I just couldn't imagine lying and you mm. know even if I'm trying to you know sell myself to somebody and you know you know for whatever reason you know career reasons I'm not going to pump myself up mm -hmm. any any more than I have to so there's just the whole concept of just lying and yeah scheming like you're saying is, mm -hmm. is very difficult to me hmm. but um oh but there was that fantastic joke that we played so it's not bitchy really but it's just a great <laughs> a great joke where um uh I Greg and I had gone to Australia without telling my sister and it was a big surprise so we surprised her and blew her mind and then we called up my friend Penny and we'd organized a time to um to meet up I mean, sorry, to have a phone chat. So she thinks I'm in L.A. And, oh, yeah, we'll talk on Sunday. Okay. And so I'm talking to her and talking to her for, like, 20 minutes. The whole time I'm driving to a place. And she thinks I'm in L.A. So then, like, I pressed on the buzzer to her door. And she's like, hold on, there's someone at the door. And then she opens it up and it's me. And she starts freaking out like she thought she was losing a fucking mind. Because, like, a second ago I was in America. And now I'm standing right in front of her. So That wasn't the bitchy part, though. There's no real bitchy part to this. This is just me being scheming somehow. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what you did to your boss, your old boss. That was, yeah, that was still hilarious. That was but pretty yeah, hilarious. Yeah. That was definitely scheming. It was scheming. Scheming, definitely. So, yeah, so <laughs> then after after Penny recovered, she she wanted to 
Greg had told her of another another tricking idea he had with the same nobody knowing I was in the country. So we uh, Penny and I organized that I would be sitting in a bar, and she would t- tell Adrian, "Let's go and have drinks." And she set the place, and he kept trying to make her go to a different place. She's like, "No, we have to go to this place," and he's like, doesn't understand why she's so committed to this place. So uh, they go to the place, and I'm already sitting there. I'm dressed all drab and just not like Adrian was used to seeing me. So I'm just sitting there, and the two of them are like sitting across from me, just chit-chatting for a few minutes. And then Penny leans over to me and says, look at that girl. She looks so much like Simone. And Adrian's like, yeah, you're right. And Penny says, I've got to go up to her. I've got to, I've got to, I've got to ask if I can take a picture of her. <laughs> so Penny comes up to me and says, Excuse me, uh, I'm sorry to bother you, but you really look like a friend of ours. And I, and I just acting like some Indian student. I go, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. And, <laughs> and so she takes this picture of me, and I just smile and look kind of nervous and uncomfortable. <laughs> and then Adrian comes right up to me and looks me in the eye and says, it's uncanny, you look just like oh, her. Yeah, and so I said, oh, okay, so give me your email address and I'll email you a picture of her. And oh I wrote my, my real email address to see if he would pick up on it, but I think he was oh, so, <laughs> so you know, excited by the whole thing that he didn't really look at it and he didn't see. <laughs> and so he goes back and sits at the table and Penny says, oh, I'm sorry, thank you so much for that. I, I just want to say thanks. Do you mind if I kiss you? <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> So then she like leaps on me and starts like kissing me and like smothering me and Adrian's like, oh my god, what the fuck is wrong with her? So he just like wanted nothing to do with her and then we both leapt out of the chair and I was like, it's me! And he was like, you bastards! And he was like so mad. But that was that was one of the most conspiring things I ever did. That was but, good. But, but I had a good result because there I was. Yeah, was it hard for you to lie then? No, because I knew I wasn't like being mean. It was more like fun was the purpose. So, I yeah. like the accent aspect of the story. Yes. I know. We have time. Okay. So I think that about wraps it up for this episode. We've got to take Stephanie to the airport. That's actually what is stopping us at this moment. So, so uh, please uh, follow us on iTunes. Oh, sorry, uh, subscribe on iTunes and uh, like us on Facebook and see any uh, supplementary material on dongtini.com. So. Uh, <laughs> Really, really, bye, Stephanie, because I'm taking you to the airport. <laughs> bye, Stephanie. Bye. Thanks to everyone. For-